pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Morning and welcome back. It's Jordan Miller here on News Talk 1480 WHBC. 1035, 68 degrees right now in downtown Canton. Thanks for tuning in. So House Bill 99, the, the legislatures, they passed this yesterday, which to me seemed like it was very fast-tracked in the wake of the mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas, that left 21 people in an elementary school dead last Tuesday. Just you know, nine days ago, there was this bloodshed again on American soil because of the access for guns. Well, as soon as that shooting happened and it killed 19 elementary students, people then started to talk about the only way to protect our kids is by arming the teachers. Well, is that the only way to protect our kids? I mean, shouldn't we be able to tackle the root cause, the root problem? Well, joining us right now to talk about House Bill 99 that I mean, dramatically cuts, I mean, drastically cuts the training requirements for teachers to be able to carry in a school. We have the Stark County Sheriff on the line with us, Sheriff George Meyer. Sheriff, how are you this morning? I'm good, Jordan. Good to be here with you. Yes, thank you. Thanks for coming on. So House Bill 99, you and I, we talked about it a little bit last week, but were you surprised when you found out late last night that this had passed the as soon as it did? Well, Jordan, I wasn't really surprised because I had heard uh, early yesterday that it was moving through very quickly. And this, this bill has been in committee for some time, and there have been some amendments made to it. And I think one of the things that you've been talking about that's probably a, a very critical piece is the amount of training. And so from, you know, from that standpoint where, you know, we wish there was more training, we hope you know, there's there's 600 school boards across the state of Ohio. We hope that they take that in consideration and maybe uh, on their own uh, increase the training requirements if they decide to arm school uh, teachers or administrators in the school. Um, that's yet to be seen. And, you know, there's a couple components that were added into this, the very late end, the 11th hour, so to speak. And I, I think it is absolutely something that happened as a – a reaction to what we've been seeing across the country here in the last week or so with, you know, active shooter situations. Um, you know, it's unfortunate. You know, one of the things I want to talk to you about, though, Jordan, is what we're doing here in Stark County, because that's really germane to the people that are listening to you today. And in Stark County, we've had a task force for about four years now related to school safety. And, uh, you know, we've addressed a number of issues. Our Our premise really are three pillars, actually four, but Three main pillars, deter, defend, and detect any uh, harm that could be coming to our schools. And so we've made a lot of improvements, made a lot of changes that actually make our schools safer. Yeah. And I think the fourth pillar is a pillar that we have in place as well with our partnerships with uh, Starkmar, uh, and that's providing mental health services in our schools like we've never had before. 
And so I think those things working together with our community, with our school community, I, I think we've made for safer schools in Stark County. You know, one of the things that we have in place is an anonymous tip line. While the state uh, recently come out with a requirement to have anonymous tip line, uh, went in effect, I think, March of this year. We've had one for about three years here in Stark County. And it's, it's a simple uh, tool that we can use to allow students, faculty, whoever, to um, talk to a trusted adult. In the, in the case of a student, talk to a, a trusted adult on somebody that, something that's troubling them. Uh, whether it be something at home or something in the school, uh, they're able to reach out. If those things are, the, if they report something anonymously that is life-threatening, they go to your local law enforcement agency to act upon immediately. If it's something that's administrative that can be managed through the school system, those things go in that bucket and the school manages those systems. So we have put a lot of pieces in place right here in Stark County to make our schools safer. Yeah, and School safety should be the top of everyone's priority. And I hope that, you know, this wasn't passed, you know, just as a political ploy or whatever, because, you know, I'm tired of seeing our children uh, treated as though they're pawns when it comes to, um, you know, gun control and whatnot. I mean, you wouldn't feel comfortable letting your officers, though, carry a gun with, you know, a minimum of 24 hours of training, would you? No, uh, we wouldn't. And, you know, as you know, uh, the peace officer training is nearly a thousand hours now. And with the additional field training required and other training, it's well over that. Now, we're not in this case, certainly they're not training people to be police officers. But there are some things that we need to be concerned about. One, weapon retention, security, um, I can't tell you how many times this has happened, but sometimes somebody will have a weapon and set it down and forget they, they had it, maybe set it on the counter and walk away, and then it gets into the wrong hands. And so those are the kind of things that I hope are addressed as this, uh, uh, this, this bill becomes law and is rolled out. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we'll see because it will still be up to the individual school districts, Sheriff, as, as you know. Uh, to implement, you know, if they want to make it, you know, 50 hours, 100 hours of training, or a school could say, you know what, we're not going to implement any guns in this school unless the school staff each does their required peace officer training instead of just making it the minimum. So I guess that is a pro to it, and I'm sure we'll see some schools that say, no, we're still going to opt out to no guns in the schools now, Sheriff, I must ask, do we have any schools here in Stark County that have more than one school resource officer within the school? Oh, absolutely. And I don't want to get specific because, you know, it's yeah. certainly security sensitive. But we have schools that, um, you know, and, and we kind of have a gamut. And some of it's based on, you know, funding. And so one of the things I wish, along with this, that I wish the state would do is provide our law enforcement community the funding to uh, put law enforcement officers in schools as, as resource officers or as just security. You know, we have schools in our county that are, that are, there are law enforcement officers in there that are not in uniform, okay? And so, um, again, I'm not getting into the specifics, but those kind of tactics are what's going to help keep our schools safe. And the problem is 
we put that burden back on the schools, if you will, to uh, finance that, finance those officers in the schools. And this is something I'd love to see uh, some assistance from the state or the federal government on, on how we can get these uh, cops in the schools performing a role as community police officers and keeping our schools safe. How important would you say it is uh, for the children in our schools to see police officers and essentially build that that sense of a relationship at a young age so that they can trust officers? Uh, I think that's immeasurable, uh, Jordan. We have schools where our officers engage with the student body, and they become so engaged that, you know, the student body look at them as local heroes, which we appreciate that because they know that they're looking out for their best interest. While they may, uh, you know, be engaged in making sure that uh, they're, they're uh, off the bus and in the class at the right time, uh, they're, most importantly, their eyes and ears on the campus to make sure that there's not somebody there that shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah, it's really important. And I know we can't get into specifics, but I know um, how important school safety is to you. And you've talked here on the show multiple times about how you guys are one of the leaders in the state when it comes to, uh, you know, training and active shooter threats and, you know, training for them. Now, can you comment at all about the Uvalde, uh, Texas, a response by the school district police where it took them over an hour to breach the school to get to the gunmen. I mean, that's not standard protocol, is it? Well, I can tell you that it's not protocol as it relates to how we train. And, you know, we train um, first officer there is the first officer in. But I can't speak to what happened there because, you know, I don't know that we know all the facts yet. Uh, it looks bad that there was such a, a delayed response, but I don't know what was going on. And there's some things that could have been going on that, you know, we identify as a fatal funnel that they couldn't get in. You know, I don't know the circumstances. But I will tell you this. Um, there's nothing in, in as, as your sheriff, I can't think of anything that's more important to me than our school safety and the safety of our children in our schools. And so we have worked very hard over the last four or five years to improve safety here in Stark County. And we've done a pretty good job, I think. And matter of fact, um, you know, the state has even looked at and adopted some of the things we've done, some of the training we've done, some of the risk assessment that we've been involved with. In Stark County, we use the United States Secret Service risk assessment to uh, identify risk, not only in our facilities, but with a potential um, a, a, a salient or a, a student that may be a potential salient. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's sad that we even have to have these conversations, you know, so many years after the, the tragic shooting there in Columbine, but hundreds of students gone, and I know everyone, they're just trying to do everything they can to protect our students as best as they can. Sheriff, what else do we have going on here in Stark County? I know there's a lot more than, you know, Well, than, two than things, guns. Jordan. I want to thank you and your listeners Especially, you know, you mentioned the group from Minerva that did such a great job of raising food for our veterans. You know, we were able to collect over 4,000 pounds of food and donate to the SAM Center in Maslin. Earlier this week, we dropped that off. 
the center was uh, elated with the donation. They said probably it was three times larger than any donation they'd ever had. So thanks to all your listeners who helped us out with that food drive. And you'll probably see something like that again in the fall because we want to help out our Veterans Service Commission here in Stark County with some projects they have going related to keeping veterans uh, from being hungry. The other thing I'll just mention is next week, a uh, week from today, June 9th from 8.30 to 10, we'll be at Tremont Coffee in uh, Maslin. And so we'll be there with our uh, counterparts from the Maslin Police Department, available to talk to community residents uh, about you know what's going on in their community and how we can help serve them better. Wow, yeah, I, I know Coffee with a Cop is something that a lot of our listeners look forward to. We get calls from people all the time. They're like, hey, where's it at this week? Where, where's it at? I know it started at McDonald's, then it was at, um, you know, uh, just a plethora of places here in Stark County. And it's great that they open up their doors uh, for you guys to come in and have these much needed conversations. It is. We can't thank the sponsors enough. You know, uh, Tremont Coffee and Maslin, um, you know, they called us there you know, and asked us if we would host a coffee with a cop there, and we were happy to do it. And uh, certainly we have our, our counterparts from the Maslin Police Department there in the city of Maslin, and uh, they'll have folks out there as well. All right. Stark County Sheriff George Meyer, we appreciate you taking the time, and we look forward to talking with you again next week. Thanks so much. Thank you.